It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Trout Large Radio Show, and but for some serious communication issues that they're having out there on the West Coast, we'd be joined by our good friend James Patrick Riley. James Patrick uh, sent us a note a little while ago saying, uh, I think there's trouble with the internet, their wireless connections, their cell phones. He said it's been offline, online, hit or miss, so they're have, even his landline, which is a VoIP, a voice over internet protocol line. Um, has not been uh, working as expected. So uh, we are going to continue this segment, uh, Brought to uh, c- continue with our discussion of the city's elections, brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis, who says the city is in the midst of a renaissance and he has a blueprint to harness that energy. His 12-point plan can be found online at tedgatsis.com slash plan. That's tedgatsis.com slash plan is number one issue and his number two issue and his number three issue happen to uh, align with what um, we heard Bob O'Sullivan just say, taxes and spending, not overriding the tax cap, tackling the opioid epidemic. Uh, The next step, he says, identifying safe, affordable recovery housing and safer neighborhoods. The mayor talks about the more than uh, the roughly 30 police officers that have been added uh, to the force in recent years and says that he will add them as the city is of, you know, has the resources to do it. Learn more at tedgatsis.com slash plan. All right. uh, Two other videos that I haven't heard that we'll listen to together are of incumbent Ward 1 Alderman Kevin Kavanaugh and challenger Christopher Stewart. Christopher Stewart has um, eagerly, I'd say, looked forward to debating Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh has not responded. I hear the phone is ringing. So maybe before we get started on that, we'll see what the phone brings us. Maybe it's James Patrick Riley. But, uh, you know, I'm sorry, folks. I I just, you know, you owe it to your public to debate. I mean, even Mayor Gatsis, who is not exactly famed in the world as a great debater, agreed to four debates with Joyce Craig. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. We have uh, Steve McDonald on the line from uh, NewMediaMilitia.com. Good morning, Steve. No, somebody misunderstood my name. I'm Dave. Oh, you're uh, Dave. Dave, from Dave from Bedford. How are you, Dave? <laughs> never good, and nevertheless, I will try to fill in for for James Patrick Riley. How about that? <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because really, if you think about it, the 18th century language is so superior to what we use now. I love listening to him. That's just what I wanted to call him to say since he couldn't be here. Oh, well, I appreciate that. And yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, what, uh, you know, hundreds of years of public school later, we are infinitely uh, less well-equipped verbally and uh, in, in terms of literacy than they were back in the days before uh, free public schools. Yeah, I mean, the thing that should be done is probably, I, I probably should start doing this. Walk up government bureaucrats who work for the government school systems and see if they can pass an eighth-grade primer. And they're from, all over from the, the from the from the nineteenth century. Yeah, and they're all over the internet. You can get them, uh, and they're all they're all what they really were. And and the fact of the matter is, is their education by the time they hit the eighth grade, um, you know, is on par with not just high school graduates today, but I, I'd say uh, graduates from any number of colleges around the country. Well, the only thing we have going for us is that. We've been able to save the information that people have collected over the last 200 years, mm-hmm. and there's, it's very difficult, probably, for that information to be erased once it's collected. So 
Uh, Very true. We will be able to move forward as a society, but, man, it's in spite of these freak shows that mm-hmm. run the government schools. Well, I'll tell you what. If I were the governor of the state of New Hampshire, I would be looking for a law that required the teaching of the, 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 the Constitution— word by word, the Declaration, the Federalists, the Anti-Federalists, the notes of the Constitutional Convention and all that fun stuff, which... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You forgot the only part that counts. What's that? The Articles. Oh, I was going to say the Articles of Confederation. Okay, I interrupted you too soon. Yeah, both both iterations of them, um, which ultimately failed, as you know, but the... Uh, no, they didn't fail. They were succeeding. That's why they were eliminated by the coup, which was the Constitution. Ah, well, there you go. So an, another vantage point on, on history. So, Dave, as always... Yeah, let's just... I mean, this is New England. I'm supposed... There's supposed to be anti-federalists here. This is the home of anti-federalism. Actually, I think that John Adams was a federalist. I think it was uh, Thomas Jefferson that was the anti-federalist. Yeah, like I said, the, the, the big split in the United States back in the day was between the Federalists and, and the, the Anti-Federalists. Yeah, this right. was in New England where the, the Anti-Federalists were strong. And New England was the place that was thought that was going to secede first. It didn't really go through. And then the South seceded and secession became associated with slavery. And that was a really bad track of history. I wish that New England and the New England states had seceded in their time. Now, see, I was unaware of a secessionist movement here in New England, so obviously my that my my learning of history was uh, n- uh, not complete. Yeah, we we can't be we can't be blamed for going to a government school, right? <laughs> if you did, I did, I did. I even won the Daughters of yeah. the American Revolution Book Award when I was, uh, you know, as I was graduating. So presumably, I, I I did well, but I guess I did well in stuff that I was taught and didn't do so well in stuff I didn't know about. Well, they can't hate you, but you know, if you think about it, the, the I don't know about I don't know that much about the DAR, but you know, it seems like the whole concept of the revolution has been co-opted by people who are against everything. People who would have been Tories if they'd been in the revolution. Yeah, <laughs> probably very true, Dave. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rich. All right. Well, you know, I probably should have just stayed with Dave because I'm looking at the clock and I don't know if I have enough time. But here's. Here we go. We're going to listen to uh, Ward 1 Alderman Kevin Kavanaugh, who has refused to respond to an invitation to debate uh, his counterpart, Christopher Stewart, for Alderman in Manchester Ward 1. Let's hear what uh, Alderman and Senator Kevin Kavanaugh has to say about themselves in their candidate speech, as, uh, as will be airing on Manchester Public TV. I'm Kevin Kavanaugh, and I'm running to continue to serve our community as Alderman of Ward 1. I was born and raised in Manchester, and I care about the future of our city. As my wife Carrie and I raise our three kids here, we want Manchester to keep being a great place to live, work, and raise a family. For me, nothing is more important than education. It's the foundation of our community. As the Alderman of Ward 1, I've always fought to ensure our schools have the resources and support they need to teach our kids. We've made a lot of great progress in fighting the drug crisis, but there is always room to do better. Manchester has come together to solve this problem, and it's critical that the city is a strong partner. I've consistently supported our firefighters and law enforcement so that they have the tools and training necessary to combat this crisis. Yeah, and by that, we also he, need to and, and by that he means the budget-busting pay raises that they've demanded, too. Continue. Many organizations who have been on the front line of offering treatment and recovery services. I meet regularly with groups who are leading these efforts, and I'm always amazed 
at the work they're doing for Manchester. There is a lot more work to be done, and I'm excited about the opportunity to serve as a second term on the board of Mayor and Alderman. I'm asking for your vote because our community has so much potential. That's it? Wow. Okay. He gets the brevity award. Let's hear what Christopher Stewart had to say. Hello. My name is Chris Stewart, and I am a candidate for Alderman in Ward 1. I am so proud to call Manchester home. This is where my wife Sarah and I have chosen to raise our three children, Edward, who is four, and my twin girls, Macy and Katie, who are two. Like you, I know that the Queen City is a special place. I also believe that Manchester's Board of Mayor and Aldermen must do a better job of addressing our current challenges. I am running for Alderman in Ward 1 because I believe that fresh voices and new ideas should be part of the conversation to help lead Manchester in the 21st century. As your Alderman, these are some of the issues on which I will focus. I am a strong fiscal conservative who will fight to support the tax cap and fight for Manchester's taxpayers. I believe that Yager Decker, the salary formula for city pay developed almost two decades ago that provides automatic pay increases just for showing up to work is unsustainable and shortchanges future generations by limiting our ability to invest in things like infrastructure and education. As Alderman, I will work with all sides, including with the unions, to bring a long-term solution to this issue. Yeah, and, and Kavanaugh won't go anywhere near that because it's too lucrative for the unions and they want it. Once and for all. Second, I believe that the Board of Mayor and Alderman has become too political, too beholden to special interests, and too nasty. Whether it's aldermen who vote to support contracts that directly benefit their family members or day jobs, an alderman who refuses to resign after being arrested for tax evasion, or the general nastiness that plagues every meeting of the board, it is holding our city back. I have a proven track record of working collaboratively on policies that make smart, financially responsible investments in our future. I served two terms on the Manchester Board of School Committee. I am a founding member of Our Kids New Hampshire, where I worked with a broad coalition of civic leaders, including Republican Chris Sununu and Democrat Chris Pappas, to help address New Hampshire's growing opportunity gap. I will always put the needs of my constituents above politics, and I will work hard every day to be a voice for positive change. Finally, as alderman, I will work to help transform the Manchester School District into the best school system in the state. A recent audit of our school system confirmed what many of us already suspected. Manchester students are not learning as well as students in the rest of New Hampshire. The facts are sobering. Despite Manchester doubling its per-pupil spending since 2001, student literacy rates and test scores have gone down while our dropout rates continue to rise. We have no system-wide professional development program for our teachers. Our district too often operates exclusively for the benefit of Manchester adults and special interests, not our students. These educational challenges, two decades in the making, have done damage to our community and local economy. We can and must do better for our students, teachers, and local businesses. I am proud that my campaign has been endorsed by Mayor Ray Wazorek, the union leader, and hundreds of Republicans, Democrats, and independents across Ward 1. I would like to ask you for your support as well. If you would like to get in touch with me directly, please feel free to call my cell phone at 603-391-9041 or drop me a note on my campaign website, www.stuartformanchester.com. 
Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to speak to you today, and I'm asking for your vote on. Hmm. All right. Well, I think it is it cutting out at the very end. Hmm. All right. Well, again, yeah, you have a guy who has identified specific issues in Stewart and where he stands, and a guy in Kavanaugh who basically says, "I love Manchester. I'll work hard." Hope and change. I, I, you know, I guess it's becoming apparent to me perhaps why these folks don't want to debate because they might get taken into issue areas that they don't want to state their positions because they might be unpopular in this election cycle. You know, a lot of people have written off Ward 1, but I'm not so sure Ward 1 taxpayers are altogether amused. I know, uh, yeah. listen, Wards 1 and Ward 2 have, been a, have become a place where lots of city employees, if they still live in the city, live. You know, because for the most part, there's some pretty well-heeled neighborhoods up there and they can afford to live in them. I am not in the well-heeled neighborhoods. <laughs> I'm in the neighborhoods to the west of uh, Derryfield Park, which no one would mistake if, <laughs> which no one must mistake for well-heeled. I don't live in a slum, don't get me wrong, but my neighborhood is one they call a transitional neighborhood. In other words, it could go, uh, it could go one way or the other. It could improve or it could continue to decline because of the, uh, the the ravages of what's happening societally. So, um, you know, folks, if you're unwilling, and all I would say to you is this, I don't care what ward you're in. If people are unwilling to show up and talk to you or enter into a debate, a conversation with their, with their, with their opponent on a forum like this, you know, it's interesting at the at the debate or the, the candidate forum I went to last night. I'll give credit to Leslie Watt, David Scannell and Mary Georges. They were there and they were at the, the at the one that John DePietro, John DePietro holded, uh, held Dan Bergeron, Connie Van Houten, uh, Sarah Ambrosi. Uh, they didn't they didn't bother to show up to the one that was um, oh Erica Connors. They didn't bother to show up to the one that involved. Uh, you know, that was being moderated by Commissioner Edelblue that was arranged by John DePietro. Oh, I know some people have schedule issues, et cetera, et cetera. Mark Flanders would have been there last night, but uh, his son was involved in a pretty serious car accident uh, at around 530 in the in the evening. So I guess his son's OK, but uh, apparently someone got taken from that uh, accident in an ambulance. So he got uh, unavoidably detained. Kathy Staub didn't go to either. I, I, I would have laid dollars to donuts. She would have showed up at that one last night. And uh, Lisa Freeman, I knew, I know, had a conflict. Uh, she was a guest on the TV show, so I knew she had a conflict afterward and couldn't be there. But it's, uh, you know, if all you do is go preach to your own choir, you're part of the problem in this political system. This is Gerard at Large. All right, folks, on Monday, we may very well have another installment of Ask a Muslim Anything. We'll firm it up this weekend. I have been holding the spot in the hopes that uh, people I've invited to debate on the show will accept it, but uh, we'll know by the end of the day. So we could have another installment of Ask a Muslim Anything with Robert Azzi. Uh In fact, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty willing to bet it will happen, but we'll see. Will Stewart or Kevin Kavanaugh could pop up and say, we'll debate. Monday at 8. We'll let you know if that happens, too. No Safe Spaces with Steve McDonald. The ins and outs of immigration with Ava. Politically buzzed with Kimberly Morin. And oh, so much more. Be sure to tune in for the entire team here at Dread at Large. I am your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until Monday, be well.
Be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Draw to Large. It matters. Have a great weekend, everyone.